Welcome back, beautiful souls, to our 24th episode of Spirituality with Kayun. Last week, I talked about the ebb and flow or the ups and downs of spiritual life, mainly due to the unrealistic expectations that we have about what or how spirituality should be. I believe one of the ways to avoid discouragement and stay unaffected is learning how to accept what is. Actually, one of the most important concepts in spiritual practices is acceptance. Buddha says serenity comes when you trade expectations for acceptance. I believe it is the key to moving forward positively in life. When I was younger, I always wanted to change or control the situation, the environment, and of course, people, especially my partners. I never thought it was me with the issues. Definitely had always been others who needed to change. I can give you a whole list of things that I was not happy with. The way they dressed, the way they walked, the way they spoke, the way they ate or chewed, their hobbies, their friends, their diet, their jobs, their education, their cars, their hair, their face, like the pores and blackheads and stuff, their whole lifestyle, pretty much everything. And when I found someone else who was more of an ideal partner and had most of the qualities that was on my checklist, after a while I found new things that I couldn't accept once again. Sure, some of the reasons could be due to fundamental incompatibilities and differences in interests, values, beliefs, or goals, such and such. But at the very core, the problem was obviously not them. And it took me a while to finally accept that all this time, the problem was me and not the people who I wanted to change. This reminds me of a quote I once heard. Don't fall in love with the flower and then try to change its scent. Just like me, probably you have also realized along the way that the only person we can change is ourselves. It took long enough to finally realize I wasn't able to accept others for who they were because of my insecurities, my past traumas, my inflated ego, and the main issue was because I haven't even accepted myself. How could I trust others when I couldn't even be true to myself? Obviously, I was not in the right place mentally, emotionally, or spiritually to accept my partner or to even be in a relationship at that time. And really, who am I to decide what is best for others anyways? That's why they say you can't love others until you love yourself. You can't heal others until you heal yourself. You can't accept others until you accept yourself. Interestingly, when we start to accept ourselves, others accept us as well. I love this quote by a famous Chinese philosopher named Lao Tzu. He said, because one believes in oneself, one doesn't try to convince others. Because one is content with oneself, one doesn't need others' approval. Because one accepts oneself, the whole world accepts him or her. Throughout these years, I've learned to accept myself for who I am rather than what society tells me what I should be. I've learned to accept others for who they are rather than what I want them to be. 
any healthy relationship, including the relationship we have of ourselves, needs respect, love, communication, and acceptance. I would even say acceptance is the greatest gift we can give ourselves and others. Just think about how you feel when others accept you for who you are without any conditions or judgment. Perhaps you too felt a sense of belonging, greater happiness, self-worth, and a feeling of being at home. We all want others to accept our imperfections, our beliefs, our way of life, etc., etc. So why can't we do the same? The flaws that we all have is actually what makes us humans. Spirituality has taught me a great lesson on acceptance. And not just accepting myself or others, but as well as accepting this moment. Accepting what I can't change. Or accepting external conditions like the weather, for example. In the beginning, when I first heard these teachings about acceptance or surrender, I thought it was way too passive and for the weaklings. In my mind, I was thinking, I'm not going to kowtow, meaning bow down to anyone. Nor would I allow myself to be anyone's doormat and have them step all over me. I also thought acceptance was an excuse for lazy people who didn't want to do the work. I had this misperception that it meant losing or allowing others to have more power or the upper hand. I used to always believe in having the last say. And in the West, surrendering is exactly that. It is the opposite of victory. Surrender is when we are defeated, when we give up, or when we lose. It is often discouraged and perceived as something negative. However, after studying Eastern philosophies, I've learned that these terms have a totally different connotation in Asia. In yogic teachings... They are seen as the positive and transformative actions that allow us to let go of our attachments and our ego. In Buddhism, the principle of acceptance is known as equanimity, which involves understanding and accepting the impermanence of all things. In Hinduism, the concept of surrendering to the divine is seen as a path towards self-realization. The Japanese have the saying, I'm probably going to butcher it, but chikata ganai, it means it cannot be helped or nothing can be done about it. This is often used to describe how one maintains dignity and expresses acceptance to a situation that is beyond human control. While the Chinese believe in the concept of wu wei, which is translated as non-doing or effortless action. And this involves accepting the natural flow of life and allowing things to happen without force or resistance. So acceptance is deeply embedded in many Asian cultures and it is the key to cultivating spiritual growth, inner peace, happiness, wisdom, and ultimately achieving liberation or enlightenment. Alright, so what exactly is acceptance and how do we practice it? Let's say you finally had a day off and made outdoor plans. Maybe you had plans for a day lounging at the beach or you had plans to spend some time in nature hiking a new trail. 
However, in the morning, you wake up and it's pouring outside all of a sudden. What do you do? Do you cry, complain, get all negative, and feel that your whole day is ruined? Or do you acknowledge and adapt to the situation? And perhaps you're super optimistic and you can even dance in the rain. During one of my retreats in Hong Kong last year, on the first day, there was a T8 or a Typhoon H. And this is a tropical cyclone warning. And during this time, everything is closed. We couldn't go to the site on the first day. And at the very last minute, I had to accept and adopt immediately to the situation. On top of that, not only was it raining throughout most of the retreat, but the students started getting sick one by one. I learned so much about acceptance during those few days that it inspired me to use this topic as the main theme for the following retreat. Ever since starting this spiritual path, I've learned and I'm still learning that acceptance is when we cease to blame and complain about others or the situation. It is when we stop resisting and start going with the flow of life. I know many yogis, and myself included, have this tendency to leave the material reality when we think we can't cope and run off to an ashram or to attend a 10-day silent meditation course or a spiritual retreat for a quick fix. However, that shouldn't be the reason to visit these places as escaping is never the solution. Acceptance is when we start facing our problems and solving them. On the contrary, to the passive state that we may think acceptance is, it is actually an act of will. I feel it is one of the most powerful tools for spiritual growth and for dealing with life's difficulties and challenges, particularly situations in which we cannot change. I've learned to acknowledge the situation for what it is and work on moving forward rather than dwelling upon the past. From my personal experience, when I start accepting others and things that I do not have control of, and when I start living in this present moment, not only do I have more time and energy to focus on what I can change or have an impact on, but I feel a sense of freedom. Time is too precious, and so is our energy. Judging, blaming, criticizing, and complaining is such a waste of both time and energy. In fact, the more we resist, the more we trap ourselves, the more we feel stuck in a rut, the more negative emotions we build, and the more suffering we have to undergo. We create unnecessary internal conflict when we don't accept things. So instead, by accepting what is, we cultivate a sense of inner stillness and open ourselves up to deeper levels of awareness and understanding. Therefore, acceptance is not a sign of weakness, but a sign of strength. Certainly, we need courage in order to accept. Whenever I can't change something or when I don't have control over something, I see these situations as opportunities for growth. By practicing acceptance, I realize that there's a purpose behind everything that life throws my way. I've learned that I can change it, leave it, or accept it. 
But what I cannot allow myself to do is complain or sit around all day wishing that I should have or could have done something about it. Acceptance plays an important part in our mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. We become happier humans. Wayne Dyer says, If I could define enlightenment briefly, I would say it's the quiet acceptance of what is. Thank you all for listening. If you have any sharing, questions, or comments, I would love to hear your thoughts and your feedback. You can find me on Instagram, kyun underscore. And if you're enjoying this podcast, I would be so grateful if you can give me a rating on Spotify. Have a great morning or evening, wherever you are. The lights within me bow to the divine lights within you. Namaste, everyone.